If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I know nothing. Of the year episode. End of the year episode. Is the end of the year episode. Last I got nothing to, to fuck your shit up today. I got nothing to like really just jump just in there. Did it, uh, again. That's Lex Luthor and Batman versus Joker and Superman. Hey, welcome to another week MMA for Marks. Uh, Scott says Andy. Really? Normally. I'm Andy. This is Ethan. Um, we're doing another episode, uh, just the end of the end of the year episode, where uh, just loosey goosey talking about a bunch of shit that happened this year. We're gonna mm-hmm. go into next year. Hey, what's up, Scott? And uh, we're gonna go. No, that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. Boom! She okay, tells okay. him she's in church, but she doesn't mm-hmm. know that she's on her knees. And Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scotty doesn't know. So don't tell Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. So don't tell Scotty. That's so great. I can't uh, believe she's so trusting. Hell yeah, bro. While I'm right behind her thrusting. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. So don't tell Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. So don't tell Scotty. Here we go. There's a little bit of fuck early on. Oh, Euro trip was my shit as a kid. Bro, it was a great. Yeah, it was a good time. I beat my dick to Euro to Euro trip when they fucked in in the Vatican. My buddy Scott, too, dude, because that that was his like he used to hear that shit all the time as a kid. Really? Yeah, my yeah, it was one of my good buddies growing up when I was a kid. So yeah, shout out to Scott, dude. That's awesome. That's hilarious. What a good way to start the show too. Throwback. There you go, bro. Euro trip two thousand. Euro trip was the shit, dude. Euro trip was like, like when it came out, it was amazing. I wasn't allowed was to watch great. it. I had to sneak watch it, but it was. Bro, like I said, the amount of times I beat my dick to the Vatican scene was a one, bro. That was like yeah, 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 yeah. Her ass <laughs> that pressed was the against. Scene. Yeah, that her was the ass pressed against scene. the scene with the fucking woman. Oh my god, yeah. it was great. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely great. Well, let's you know. Um, we got a lot to talk about. I mean, a a, a lot to talk about because it's 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 a, it's a recap episode in the year wrap up. Yeah. Yep. You know, there's one more event left this year: Bellator versus Ryzen, the yep. annual end of year January, uh, the annual in your uh, end of year Japan um, show. They've been doing it since I think '06. Japanese tradition. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big, well, like I said last week, just in Japan, in Japanese culture, the New Year's in general is such a huge thing because with most Japanese people, you uh, celebrate with your family. Um, you stay up overnight. You stay up the entire night. Um, some people, and by some, I mean a whole ton of people go over to the, the shrine and they say their, their, their first prayers um, and well wishes of the year. And then a lot of people will find a spot, whether it's in a balcony or whether it's at like the shrine location or whatever, and you'll stay up and see the first sunrise. And then from there that day, you'll have your, what's it called? Your, your, your pride event, your Bellator event. Um, there's normally wrestling, like pro wrestling. Noah's going to have a humongous new year's card um, and et cetera. Like that whole, like it's, it's almost like 
a religious experience, you know, not just in beliefs, yeah. but just like in terms of the entire uh, country coming together for that one particular period of sure. New Year's. So it's really dope the way the Japanese culture does that. I mean, over here in America, we just get fucked up and just are hung over the next day watching college football. Yeah, or something. Every, that's every holiday, too. Every holiday. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every holiday. Independence Day, Budweiser! Uh, you know what I mean? Christmas, yeah. eggnog, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, but that that's the last show of the year. So and that's, yeah. a, that's a huge – that's a pretty big – in the MMA community, it's making some pretty good rumblings. It sounds like Bellator's kind of got the uh, – the uh, the pick got the favorite picks over there, so but it's I would not be hard. surprised if they get go over there and get fucked up. It's, it's gonna be a fight. There's there's hey they're fighting. They're first off, there's the flight to Japan, which back in the day when the UFC and these guys would come over from Pride and UFC, it was the it was what was infamous about about those fights was the the flights coming yeah. over. So there's gonna be that. Those who go yeah. early are gonna be more better suited, and yeah. then there's also the fact that well. You're, I was gonna go to the judges, but let me hold off on that. You, the the ring, the ring itself, it's a ring, not an octagon, not a, not a. It not is, a, yeah, it is. It cage. is an actual ring. It's not even so a cage. that is it's not a cage. It's a it's an actual ring. Tremendously different for a lot of a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's not that the, difficult though to just go to find a boxing gym or or if your gym has a boxing. Sure, ring, a lot of their gyms probably train there. there. Just train yeah. there. Just train there. But That's it's not, not the same. Different. It's it's, it's, it's not, not the same. same. Yeah. It's if you've had like 30 work. fights in a cage and then you go into a ring right. in a in a competitive fashion, you're right. right. It is very vastly different. Absolutely. And I think it's probably hard to emulate like that 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 Ryzen style, pride style with so many catchers and tech and, and, and officials there on the sides to like stop guys from coming out of the ring and things like yeah. that. And that bottom rope that they have, I don't know if they've got that. So um, yeah, yeah, definitely interesting. But uh, you know, also too, we're going to get in is we're going to, you know, best KO, best sub, best fight. We're going to go over yeah. a bunch of moments from this year. Uh, there's a yeah. ton, you know, everything from, uh, you know, uh, Patty, Going nuts, the new oh, 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 Patty the bad. Yeah, oh no, oh no, Patty. The oh bad. no, yeah. Patty the bad. Um, you know, Kayla Harrison news, PFL, bunch of splashes, bunch of stuff we'll get into. So uh, just strap in, light up, drink up. If you need a space, a safe it's Ruben Zumenheim. Yeah. That's your safe I think, word for uh, I think eventually we can get Ethan to to maybe to maybe pour himself a a, a drink or something. Not I don't tonight, know. Dude. Not tonight, guy's, brother. This guy, Not yeah, this tonight, guy brother. Is, this guy's being a work a, a, a work guy with me, so which I respect. You a good lad. Good time. lad. Being a good lad. Being a good lad. Presiding over the people in her Queen's Majesty's right way. Yes. Thank you, sir. It's, it's his King Majesty, sir. The Queen. No, it's her away. Queen Majesty. The Queen has retired off to the afterlife. It's no longer the queen, sir. It's now the king. However, yes. Sir, how dare you? <laughs> I'm only spitting facts, Governor. I'm only spitting facts. I'm only spitting facts, sir. Only spitting facts. Just be humbly honest with you, me lord. Uh, yeah. All I know how to be, Governor, is how That's to right. be just completely and Rest utterly. To not really, you know what I mean? I was going to say, yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how. How are you doing before we jump into all this Christmas life, all this stuff, holidays and good holidays? Yeah, it wasn't a right holiday. We did all of our stuff during the uh, during the eve. So I spent all my fucking day on uh, on actual Christmas Day just watching anime. Truth be told, 
I watched that, an, I watched that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah, it's the end of the year. Shout out to my boy uh, Matt with the uh, Talk to Kiki podcast. We'll be recording Thursday. We'll be recording our our uh, final reviews and our seasonal awards, and then the week after that will be our annual awards. So I spent a little bit of time just going over the annuals and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, I just spent a lot of time watching fucking JoJo. If you want, bro, if you want to get high as a motherfucker and watch some fucking insane anime, watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Angel can tell you all about it. It if you're especially if you're fucking like tripping balls or you're high as a kite, if you watch that shit, you'll be like, what the fuck is happening? So that's what I watched on fucking New Year's. I watched part six of the Joe. Were you high as a kite? I was not. I was drinking though. Drunk as a skunk? Not quite. Um... It's, it's you know it's depressing when you're by yourself and drunk. No, totally. drunk. It was more of a sick. That's, yeah, I don't like being drunk as a by myself because I'm yeah, just like I don't, I, don't anybody to, I don't have anybody to vibe with. Hard when you don't have the vibes. It's hard. You know what I mean? You can't hard. enjoy you can't enjoy your high or your drunk without having some sort of vibe. You know what I mean? Like being by yourself will only carry you so far. And what you're doing before it's just like all right. Well, it'd be nice yeah. to laugh with somebody, and then yeah. that's when you start texting and making bad choices. That's. And bad purchases, huh? And bad purchases. I am, yeah. You know I, was, about that, huh? I know all about that. <laughs> I need a hat. I need a, a $60 hat to match my $40 shirt and my three shoes that match this shirt. Bye. <laughs> Did I show you the picture that I got of the um, of, of the stickers they sent me with the hat? No. Oh, my God. Here, I'm going to send this to you really quick so you can see it. Oh, let me see if I have it still. Yeah, I do have it. Let me copy. Andy... You gotta look at the one sticker on the left. Mm-mm-mm. Messaging. <laughs> okay. Tell so, the tell the viewers what you're seeing. So for yeah, um, it, even if you're following us on video, I I I, I don't have it. a yeah. You can't really see it. It's it's on the. You can't screen right? share. If you could screen share, that would be nice. But you can't screen share. Uh yeah. yeah. Share. <laughs> well, it's on text message, but. Um, yeah, it is a, it is, it is two nuns praying at the altar. Definitely not. It's two nuns, but they're not praying at the altar, brother. Being a little alternative in the way that they seem like they're praying to the Lord. Um, Say what it is. It's two old nuns. One is bent over with her skirt up. Are they old? They're old. They have wrinkles and shit. And the, the one nun is holding a paddle that says bitch and sin. So that's, yeah. Now that's what they sent me as a hat. Or go with my hat, rather. That's really sweet of them. It is. That's a sweet. That's and that's a sweet gift. We call those sweet Christmas gifts. It is. You know, I got. Yeah. I paid sixty bucks. They gave me a little extra. Oh, totally worth the sixty bucks. Sounds they like gave my friends some laughs. There we go. I sent it to my friends. They're like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "I know, dude. I want that sticker. No, you're not gonna get it." <laughs> yeah, for real. Everybody's gonna be. Like, and you shouldn't put it on anything. By the way, you should just leave it as the sticker. You haven't used it, right? I have a bag. Like I have a bag of stickers from various places. And they're just there. Like, I figure one day I might have a use for them. Like, I'll uh, fucking have, like, a some sort of wall or some sort of something that I can put these stickers on. Like, you know how, like, if you go into, like, one of those, like, those, what, what, like, hole-in-the-wall fucking bars and they have, like, fucking graffiti and stickers and shit everywhere? Like a dive bar. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That yeah, I've been in a few of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real fun. Yeah, your notifications will be silent, huh? Yeah. Why do I care? You sent me a message. for over a year and every single <laughs> Why do I care? Honestly. He asked me a question. I'm like, why do I give a fuck? Wait, what are you talking about? You care about what? What do you mean? The answer to your question. I don't give a fuck. Oh. What was my question? Nigga, read your text. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, I, I wasn't asking about you. I was asking about him. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Let's get the show on the road, dude. We're fucking over here like Cheech and Chong fucking like 
out of our minds talking random well, shit. This, well, I'm just I'm just railroading your intro. You know what I mean? I'm just you know what I mean. I didn't have an intro. You're just railroading nah. the fucking podcast at this stage because we're supposed to be talking about fucking news and highlights. How was yours? Let me return the sentiment. How was your uh, your family? It was good. Let's get into it. All right, listen. Um, there, there's, there was a lot of KOs this year. A ton of KOs. Uh, uh, a lot of fucking MMA. The fuck? Huh? I said, duh, it's MMA. Yeah, it's MMA. It, it is MMA. So there was a lot of KOs, but there was also a lot of other things and stuff. But we're going to talk about KOs yeah. first. A lot know? of James Krause. A lot of James Krause, yeah. So, um, yeah. I uh, Look, I, 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 got, I, got a, I got a couple – a couple things to pick on. Um, I know you got your list. I'll go with mine first. Uh, for honorable mention, I'll go start with honorable mention. I got when uh, Hill, um, uh, uh, Jamal Hill, uh, Johnny Walker, mm-hmm. when he springboards him, mm-hmm. when, he, when he knocks him out, and Johnny Walker just does that that miraculous just like cross. Yeah, like, almost like the nuns you just showed on the on the cross when they yeah. just springboard back and go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he smashes into the cage. Um, I got that as honorable mention. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, that was a, that was a great KO. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, second, I did. I did first and second, too, because um, it was just hard. It was so hard to pick just one. You know what I mean? Without mentioning yeah. respect to the others. Yeah. So with, with second, I got Derek Lewis versus uh, Ty Tuivasa. Yeah, that was just I mean, dude, that was an amazing KO. Yeah. It was in Houston. You know, Tuivasa just like those yeah. elbows were. Yeah, they were unbelievable. You know, what I, I mean, they were just. Hi. Hi. Yeah. you on this? Yeah, they were thunderous and uh, magnanimous. Magnanimous. Yeah. Um, shish kebab. Read your th- shish kebab. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, they were. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a good KO. That was my second, but first, you know, overall. And I know some people are going to disagree, and you know, there's, you know, whatever. I know you're, uh-huh. you're, you might disagree too, but I had Chandler versus Ferguson with the with the front. I mean, kick. yeah, it was a great fucking front kick, face, dude. dude we, we don't get the Spartan kicks a lot, especially the ones that that just that. Bro, like- Ferguson's face looked like it stepped back into evolution. I always make the joke: yeah. Tony Ferguson looks like a monkey, like not trying to be racist, but he looks a little like a monkey. And like he kicked him in the face, and it looked like he stepped backwards in evolution. That's how bad that front kick was. He really, yeah, he really. <laughs> yeah, look at him. He, looked, yeah. he, went, he went, from Tony, went from Tony Ferguson to Neanderthal with Dude, that fucking got, kick. Yeah, he got, he got knocked back a few steps in the evolution. Yeah. Uh, he, he got was, knocked so hard, he went to Harvard. It was crazy. Well, and then, too, like Frank, you, Frank Yeager's, like Frank Yeager's, the, I'm thinking of Frank Yeager's the same way because he's got that, that one, that one yeah. hit was, is it from uh, Corey, Corey Sanhagen? Yeah. Yeah, when he hits Corey Sand, when Corey Sandhagen hits that knee, yeah, dude, his face is yeah, monkified. Like you said, like it's just all like, it's just it, it's yeah. just in that slow motion. That's yeah. come out in the last couple of years. It's something that's been pretty cool. Yeah, that that, uh, that real that that time. Bro, I would love. I would. I would have loved that they shot that. Have you have you seen a Phantom Cam? The Phantom. Are you familiar with a Phantom Cam? Um, I don't. What, what explain it to me? Maybe I am. I don't know. So I watch um when I'm bored or trying to just get something to laugh at. I watch How Ridiculous. How Ridiculous is a show of three Australian guys who don't curse, but they do like insane shit. And what they do is they have a Phantom Cam. Phantom Cam is over a hundred thousand dollar camera that shoots slow motion at twenty six thousand frames a second. So when you're like making things explode, making things go splat, breaking things like in like fucking a billion pieces. Like the the slow mos you get from that are off the chain. 
So literally, if you if they would have shot that to- that Tony Ferguson front kick on Phantom Cam at twenty six thousand frames per second, you would literally see like inch by inch his face just like crumple into fucking Neanderthal. It would have been absolutely incredible. Someone should do a video on that. <laughs> I mean, they already do the slow mo videos, and that's how you're able to get the freaking the you know the Neanderthal face. But you know, yeah, to yeah, be able yeah. to see that just like. Crowd yeah, going like audible, real foot to face action there. That'd be fucking cool. That oh, would definitely be fucking cool. Or even someone doing a video, like animating it to you, like yeah, to like saying that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I I felt like even and into the implications of it, it was really yeah. the, the the overall the, this the most significant fall from grace that. Uh, thank you. The most overall significant fall from grace that uh, yeah that you could see for Tony Ferguson, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like he's been a part of so many huge fights, he's been a part yeah. of so many big events. Yeah. And Michael Chandler is this guy that's coming over from Bellator, you know. And you know how I feel about Michael Chandler. I don't really love the guy, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I've never really enjoyed no, this type of. No matter what, he's still. No so matter good. what, you can't take. He's exciting. I love to see him fight. I can't, yeah. I, you know what I mean? You can't take away from that. You know it's going to yeah. be bananas. Yeah. But to see, uh, yeah, Tony Ferguson is also one of the wildest competitors we we had at the time as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, he kind of, to see him go out and kind of get eaten by his own style almost in a way, yeah. his own his own sort of insanity was uh, it's kind of sad, but also fitting for the it sport. Fitting. And that's how Tony Ferguson is going to go out, bro. He's going to go out either on a win or on his shield. And that's perfectly fine. And that fits perfectly, honestly. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Totally. So from from my so you mentioned the implications, and that's what I went with. The ones I chose weren't the most spectacular knockouts that we saw, but I went with the most implic the most implicative um knockouts of the year and what they meant. And they're mostly in critical fights or championship fights. So my honorable mention actually isn't one of those. My honorable mention is seeing Taito Ivasa get knocked out also um against Pavlovich um at USC Orlando when I was there. Like I said, the the whole night, the one guy the crowd wanted to see was Tuivasa. The one thing they wanted to see was Tuivasa doing a shoey after a knockout. And that was not the case. There was a guy who brought in an extra shoe, fresh shoe, specifically for a shoey. He didn't get to use that shoe, brother. We saw fucking Tuivasa get destroyed and fast. And that crowd was silent. That crowd started chanting, USA. You, even though Tuivasa is not from the fucking USA, but okay. They started chanting USA because they're fucking idiots. And then you see Tuivasa get destroyed in under a minute. And fucking everyone just like, boo, or silence. It was silence. That fucking killed the crowd until the main event. Totally yeah. killed it. But I thought it was a wonderful, a wonderfully poetic moment as an MMA fan when you have like this beautiful expectation, especially when we both pick Tuivasa win by knockout on that podcast. And we were so gloriously fucking wrong. And so was most of the MMA community on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but in terms of the fights that I chose, um, that, like I said, that's my honorable mention. But uh, the KOs that I chose, uh, we'll go with uh, if I can find it again. Where did I lose it? I thought I had it. Uh, you went with two, so I'll go with two. That's fine. So we'll go with the easiest one, which is for me, uh, Pereira and Izzy. Just because of the fact that that happened during a title fight. Again, both mine happened during title fights. So again, Pereira and Izzy. Pereira upsetting Izzy. Because it was an upset despite the fact that 
you know, the track record was that Pereira had Izzy's number, and they're like, no way, this is a different ball game. He has no ground game. Like, it's not going to happen. And they stood and banged, and fucking Pereira ended up with that stoppage. A little controversial or not, regardless. Either way, you know, it was still a definitive moment. Knocked off Izzy, who was becoming the boogeyman of light heavyweight. I'm sorry, of uh, middleweight. Talking about going to light heavyweight, you know, having these grandiose plans, have, being the premier African champion, the only African. I'm sorry, the sec, the second. I mean, you could call him basically the only African champion because Usman lost, who we'll get into next, and Francis is inactive, so he was the only true African champion. He was holding that pride because they had the three at the, champions at the time. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, you know, he, that, that was very implicative. It happened in Madison Square Garden at the Mecca of Meccas. Yeah. Um, so it was very, very poignant um, and very noteworthy. And that's why I chose that one. And then, of course, the second one that I was going to mention is, is uh, Usman and, and Edwards. Everybody and their mother picked Usman. Usman was dominating the fight and out came a head kick from nowhere. We call it the head kick from nowhere. He trained it, so you can't really call it a head kick from nowhere. But regardless, hit him with that head kick with, uh, I think, a minute and a half to go in in the fifth round, knowing that he was going to be down four rounds to one at that time. Um, And he won. He shockingly won. And now he's got, even though he's supposed to face Usman, there's doubt that Usman's going to be ready because of his hand injury. But regardless, he gets his dream. He gets to defend the UFC title on home soil in England in March against potentially Jorge Masvidal which will still be a money fight, even though we, everybody agrees Masvidal doesn't really deserve that fight. There's a few other guys ahead of him that probably should get that fight. But regardless, well, I think he money, should get the fight because it would be good for Leon to get those pay-per-views. Yeah, it'll be great for Leon to get pay-per-view it's points. The, business dictates it's the yeah. best time to do the fight. It is. It is. Everything is aligning. If I'm not mistaken, a two-piece in a soda happened in England as well, if I recall exactly. that correctly. So it's a perfect story. A better storyline. Yeah, it's a if in terms of like the story and the the business, yeah. it's the right fight. In terms of the honorability of choosing the the, the premier opponent besides yeah. Kamar Usman, yeah, it's yeah. not. But we all know the UFC doesn't believe in that, yeah. so they're going to make the perfect storm. But regardless, Edwards he got his title. He's got the, the he gets to defend this t- the title on pay per view soil. He gets a highlight reel knockout that are going to be shown for years to come. And was one of the the premier finishes and one of the most shocking finishes um, of the year as well. So those are the three that I went with. Yeah, well, and I really like your going back to your Izzy, you know, Pereira uh, uh, pick. I really like I like that pick too because there's so much, you know, Pereira um, had already dominated Izzy in two other in another sport. You know what I yeah. mean? You, you, you could say well, it's kickboxing, but that is another sport, and it yeah. definitely what there was. Uh, there were elements of MMA in this in this fight in this new fight in this third match yeah. that Izzy tried to implement yeah. that Tejeda had an answer for and a defense for yeah. and then was able to and I mean bro a lot of people are forgetting this just because of the time you know everybody everybody's so forgetful but remember Tejeda yeah. almost lost that fight he almost yeah. lost in the first round Izzy almost had him cold out you know what I yeah. mean it was he stunned him close he stunned him so, and he He's but yeah, he him. hung on and, and and he stayed on, but he was losing the fight overall throughout yeah. the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as time goes on. Yeah, Izzy was winning that fight, he was gonna yeah. win. He was but gonna people will forget that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like by the yeah. time we get to the next fight, everybody will just remember him winning. Hardly anybody will even remember. I mean, who knows? Well, you know, all of the all of the obvious fans will do that, but I mean, you know, no, that's all the real fans talking. are still gonna say that he doesn't have a real a real shot. Against half the division because half yeah. the division has solid ground games. 
I don't think I'm talking about us or any of our, our any of our listeners. You know, I'm talking about cats for sure. Yeah, the casuals for sure. Anyone who's listening to this show, you know, they're primed up, dude. They know what's up. You already know. Yeah, you're already. You're this, hey, if you're this deep, you're there. You're in there so, like swimmer, baby. Yeah, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I and, and you know, yeah, I, I think for Izzy, it, it just it says a lot. Like you said, there's so much implications. He was. He, a lot of people are saying he was gonna, he was becoming the next Anderson Silver, or had already become, or was surpassing it. For me, yeah, that's nah, just that's just a real hard thing to do. It's no, not to me. No, not, not that's me. not to be. It's not gonna be duplicated. A it close second, yes. It cannot be second. Uh, the second best in the division, yes. Uh, overall, yeah. He and, and domination for sure. Yeah. Um, but overall, um, we talked about this before. You know, Izzy's whole title reign has kind of just been. Not what we thought it would be, you know. Ever since, and ever since he won against uh, what's uh, not one he defended when he defended against uh, was it he defended against uh, uh, Witt about Rob Witt about Bobby Knuckles? That was his Witt. last real exciting fight. That's when right. he came out with the freaking he came out with the with the the, the guys doing the haka fire fight, too. Remember him at Gaslam? Yeah, I was fucking that was before he was champion, dude. that was before he became champion. Well, that was for the belt, that was for the interim title. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that one was for the marbles. So Yeah. Well, yeah. It, was for, it was for half the marbles. Imagine freaking Chris Wyman versus – well, yeah, before. Just saying. Broken Chris foot. Wyman was a beast of a wrestler before all that shit, dude. And he did figure out a way to get past Anderson Silva. So. Broken foot? Broken foot. I know about it. Um, Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, I, I solid list. Uh, Well, let's move on to submission. Yeah, uh, there was again like KOs. There was a lot of these were more prevalent. Honestly, submissions were more prevalent. I feel than they were. American. There were. That's what I was about to say. There as many KOs. There were. There was almost twice as many submissions. You're and, right. And there was a lot of, you know, MMA is full of like when I pick a lot of a lot of my picks are not based like you, you explain how you, my, a lot of my picks my picks are based your off dick? of what? my your dicks? a lot of my bits a lot of my oh, I said dicks. I'm sorry, my bad. Oh, oh yeah, I, I'm sure you did. Um, a lot of my a lot of my picks are based off of like exciting KOs, exciting submissions, exciting mm-hmm. fights, not just like the most popular ones or whatever mm-hmm. got like the most views or whatever. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these, a lot of submissions and a lot of mm-hmm. KOs are just like, you know, uppercuts, jabs, head kicks or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even spinning. spinning it's back more fist exciting. Kind of You're right. When you, get, when you get a spinning kick or you get a yeah. spinning back fist, to me, that's almost the equivalent as a flying triangle, a yeah, twister, for sure. a fucking uh, a von flu. Like it's seeing similar. those type of shows are yeah. those are those take the cake for me. But you don't see those very often. And you but what you do for submissions is you do see a lot of rear naked cho- a lot of rear naked chokes, a lot yeah. of arm bars, and a lot yeah. of triangles. Yeah. So I didn't pick I didn't I I I didn't uh, you know triangles in the guard for uh, for for instance, you know, leg triangle. Yeah. I didn't pick any of those. Uh, you know, so right off the bat, I don't have any of those because, like I said, we see those all the time. And to me, even though maybe the ti- maybe it's for a title, maybe the implication of it might be amazing. To, yeah. to me, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a standout submission. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when we're living in a in a sea of submissions. I remember so, the opposites, as you know. We'll, we'll get to mine when you're done. Go yeah, ahead. for sure. No, hundred uh, percent. It's just my yeah. perspective. Sure. Um, I, I didn't have an honorable mention, but what I I, I did do two and one. So for mm-hmm. two, I've got uh, Namagamadov versus Cody Stamen. Uh, that and I know that was more recent, but I really feel like it was such a clean assassin worthy choke. I yeah. watched it back again earlier, and it's yeah. just 
the way he caught him was so intentional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the drilled. way he it was drilled. Oh, and he, and he, it wasn't just so much drilled. It was so instinctual. And the way he classed down, he was just like, yeah. <laughs> it was you know a shark. I mean? with, it was a shark with, with yeah. blood. Shark with blood. It was shark just like that, you know what I mean? Like that classic yeah, thing, like you beat the hell out of the Russian. And he's just like, I have you now. You know what I mean? And it's just like, Stinch. Yeah, I see. I have you now, you know, and it's just fucking yeah. you're over. And uh, yeah. Cody Stamen was yeah. over. It was gone. And yep. he was winning the fight. And it was over and taken from him. Those are the I best, too. The ones that when you get, like, a comeback or you get fucking somebody who knows ahead. Those, yeah. those mean even more. No doubt. Off with his head and fucking the Mega Man off just went. Roger that. You imagine fucking took him. So that you was bastard. my two. <laughs> yeah, bastard. And, uh, oh, I mean, those folks. And um, so, yeah, that was my number two. Number one, <laughs> I had Amanda Lamos versus Jessica and Josh. Mm. The standing arm choke. The standing mm. arm triangle. Sorry. Dude. I love those. I'm sorry. That I, I can watch that submission like a like a hundred times in a row. It's never so freaking good. And it's yeah. so it's so technical. Yeah. And it's just so worthy of a highlight. Dude, it's, vicious. It's, it's so vicious. Just have somebody it's in a fucking like so cranking their fucking they're cranking their shit, dude. It's yeah. so great. Like my fa- to me, my favorite submission of all time is always going to be John Jones fucking dropping Lyoto Machida like a sack of shit. Always going to be my favorite submission. So savage. Still, so I just love. Savage. I know. I said it before, but Greg Jackson. Get check on him. Kiss him. Check on him. Check on him, John. 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 Check on Machida. Check on Lyoto. John, you piece of shit. Get some fans. Run over a woman. Oh God. Fantastic. John's like. Hit him some more. Okay. <laughs> he starts wailing. No, him. no DQ. Oh, no, no. DQ. It's, it's, career not Hamill. it's not Hamill. It's not Hamill. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Hamill becomes a light heavyweight champion. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I thought, dude, that, that standing on it. First off, you just don't see it. You don't see it in tournaments because tournaments just always go to the ground. Uh, grappling tournaments, jiu-jitsu tournaments. Well, there's nothing to fucking have, grab onto. Right. There's no obstacle. There's no And there's geese unless you're doing nogi. Well, yeah, I was gonna say even in nogi though, there's no no there, there's no you know real you can't uh, pose. You can't pose. That. Yeah, you can't you know pose. I mean? Yeah, the, the boundary is invisible. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Yeah. So and then they'll bring you in on top of that. If you're in a stalemate, they'll just bring you in and start exactly. you in the position. So but it's so different. That's why in MMA you just a lot of I, I think that's why in MMA too you do have a lot of like I said, a lot of uh, rear nakeds, a lot of uh, arm bars, and a lot of trees because that's yeah. what a lot of the cage and the surroundings, the environment, yeah, kind of offer up. That's why when you see a uh, yeah Demetrius Johnson pole vaulting, um, Ray Borg, oh, man, what's his name? How can I forget his name? Ray Borg, Ray Borgs. Thank you, Ray you Borg. Said I said it. Yeah, Ray Borg into the into the air. Knew an arm bar, bro. Joe Rogan. Oh my god, you hear literally you hear Daniel Cormier. Oh my goodness, you're John uh, Joe Rogan. Oh my god, yeah, like bro, you I mean, dude, that, that submission was incredible. that's like bro, that's that's like a Michael Jordan dunk. It was Michael, like Michael that is like a Michael Jordan dunk in yeah, MMA, yeah, no doubt. Oh, another all timer, but yeah, so, those are yours. Mine, I again, I went with the, the most impl- implicative uh fights, the two easiest ones that everybody should know about. Number two. Is Makashev fucking dominating fucking uh, uh, Oliveira and uh, tapping him in the second round? But I believe it was a guillotine. Um, 
no one expected that honestly we expected we we well let me phrase that i remember you and i were on the podcast and we specifically said olivera's got a good ground game he's got a really good ground game but it's not russian wrestling ground game and if it goes to the ground he's in trouble and we expected the fight to get on the ground no doubt we expected that but we also expected olivera to come out a lot stronger than he did he was very flat he was very timid in there he it felt like he was really fighting with everything to lose and nothing to gain from this fight while on the other hand makachev was a fucking killer makachev was a shark smelling blood from the moment they fucking said let's get it on and he again same let's thing. get it on come on we were rest in peace mills lane and he basically bro i mean it was total domination it looked so easy it looked so easy it literally looked like it looked like Makachev was in there against like a jujitsu fucking like yellow belt or something, dude. Like it was bad. It was bad. And it not expected. Again, we expected more of a fight from Oliveira. And the fact that Makachev tapped him so easy, you can you can say all you want about Oliveira. He had the great run. He had the long run. They caught up to him. Um, you know, he he was flat. He didn't have a good camp. We didn't get any of those implications. It was just one guy was just so much more dominant than the other and again the implications for that are massive in terms of the lightweight division uh which we'll talk about later um just in terms of how crazy that is to take the the boogeyman of the lightweight division and charles Oliveira that's gone through everybody and just fucking get him out there like that and make it look easy so crazy and now makashev is the head dog and you know who's gonna stop makashev it's a big question who's gonna stop makashev um that's one of the big things going into 2023 who's going to be the guy is there a guy who knows there and is a guy his name is kobe he's not coming back dude and he's not coming back so there is no guy i mean you know we'll get into it as, as we go along in 2023 but regardless it's gonna be interesting after. to see if anyone can can challenge the middle for sure yeah and then of course the the number one is by most people's accounts the fight of the year uh jerry and fucking glover jerry winning with that guillotine with f- five seconds, I think, to go in the fight. Yeah. Five seconds. And yeah. Jerry, I believe, was losing. It was a close fight, but everybody believes Jerry was losing. And walk off guillotine, five seconds to go. Um, and the implications of that is, are even more massive. To be honest, I feel that the implications of that fight are the biggest story uh, in terms of the UFC, in my opinion, this year. Because after that fight, everybody's shocked. Who's going to stop Jerry? He gets hurt. The Glover fight, the uh, Glover uh, for the title doesn't happen. We get fucking uh, Ankalaev and not Ankalaev. Um, what's his face? Um, God damn it. Uh, fuck, I'm forgetting his name. Um, ah, God, fuck. Blahovich. There we go. We get Blahovich. Jan. Yeah, we get Jan. And, and it is Ankalaev, right? Yeah. Ankalaev, yeah. Um, yeah. And that goes to a draw. Everybody feels that Ankalaev got screwed off of that. And now the title's in upheaval. Now we get Jamal Hill versus Glover. Um, and so uh, just in terms of uh, the, the continuation of the uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Of the – the, I guess you can call it maybe, for lack of a better word, like a merry-go-round in the lightweight division ever since John Jones fucking fucked up his life and fucked up like having – missing like a combined, I think, two years of his, of his MMA career – um, because of his stupidity, like what do you mean, man? he retired. Hmm? He retired. He hasn't fucking retired. He's gonna fight heavyweight. 
we all know that. But regardless, the, the staple of the division, the anchor of that division, ever since he has, ever since he fucked up his life and things changed. I mean, yeah, you had DC in there, but then DC ended up just staying heavyweight for the most part. Um, and it's just been continuous, continuous upheaval in there. And it continued um, after we expected to have a great dominant champion. Um, and that went to, to shit fairly quickly. And regardless, though, in terms of the, the submission itself, it, it's obviously one of the better submissions that in the UFC history, you could say, just because, again, the fact that it was a walk off for the belt out of nowhere um, and Glover was scratching and clawing, trying to get out. And Jerry had that shit just fucking clamped in and he was fighting. He was literally clamping that shit like his life depended on it. Like he was not going to like he was going to commit seppuku in the back if he didn't fucking get that. That's how hard he was holding on to that bitch to make right. Glover tap with five seconds to go. So, right. again, massive, massive, massive. Um, they're the two obvious choices. Um, but in terms of uh, the, the significance of those wins. Um, two brand new champions off of two impressive fucking submissions. Um, it's impossible to not include those in any list whatsoever, unless you're a moron. Yeah. Well, list of uh, a lot of there's a there's a 22. You know, there there's a lot a lot of changes in trail. A lot a lot of changes too. So champions. Uh, Usman got upset. You know. I, I think mean? they said it was a nine champions. Yeah, something like that. It was, it was crazy. supposed to be ten, but it was nine. Seven. Yeah. You know, nine I mean? different but, champions in 2022. The one that the UFC tried to uh, get off the list, and Ganu, he's still there. <laughs> still there, buddy. He's still there. Everyone else, the UFC assassinated. The UFC was like, "Is he? Let's get him out of there." <laughs> and, well, well, <laughs> anyway, anyway, but uh, good list, right on. I like your list. Right. I didn't put I didn't put any of those on my list, but like I said, yeah, I didn't. Because yeah, uh, I went with the obvious, and I told you I was just gonna go in terms of the uh, the the biggest implicative fights here versus like the versus the, the the more outstanding and ones which is totally fine we get we cover two aspects which are both yeah, exactly it works yeah. um okay well moving on I'm, I'm gonna do best fight and i didn't really pick i mean i do have one but it's it's more it's not really one it's not really uh one two three like that it's more mm-hmm. just these are the four i i, I picked four of them, four fights mm-hmm. that i just thought were absolutely amazing i think you can go mm-hmm. back and watch them at any any time this year Mm-hmm. And really good. Uh, to start with, like I said, no particular order. Uh, to Sarah versus Prohaska. I, I mean, I thought of amazing fight, dude. Amazing of fight. Of course. You know what I mean, like of course. Yeah. Uh, so it's got to be in there. Uh, Poirier versus Chandler. I mean, of course. Just uh, the first round alone belongs in the Hall of Fame. The first round of that fight yeah. belongs in the fucking Hall of Fame, dude. Those yeah. guys went. You know, those the, the the minute the five minutes that those guys gave in the first round of that yeah. fight, yeah, glory. It, I still glory. think the best fight I've ever seen ever, I think, is Duhucho and fucking Cubs Swanson. That's my that's an amazing fight. Yeah, overall. My, all overall, like I'm just thinking, pick. that's for best fight ever. That I, I think that's that. my best fight ever. That's a good that's a good one. Yeah. Under- I don't know if I can even pick one. That's so crazy. Off the top of my dome. Oh, so many I have to think of. So many, yeah, there are so many. <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't. But Poirier versus Chandler was just fireworks, man. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just one of those things where, and it had heat. It had heat before. It was a big storyline before of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was. It, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, I also had Calvin Cater versus Giga Chikotse. Yeah. That was yeah. the Giga show. To that was not. Uh, yeah. It was amazing, and yeah. especially after Calvin Cater got the 
rake speed off of him by fucking Max Holloway. A year that, that's another that's another all time fucking fight. And it was an that's I, yeah for 20, 21, That was an amazing. That was one of the best fights. That might have been the best fight of the year. Yeah. But dude, for him to take that beat yeah. and to come back and to put the whooping, he basically it's like he. It's like he fucking absorbed Highlander style, all that shit that, 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 you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. he just fucking went and meditated for nine months after Holloway yeah. beat the brakes off. And then he came back and he was just like, okay, redistribute. You know what I mean? It yeah. just fucking whack, whack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Giga was just overwhelmed is yeah. being nice. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, last I got Adriano Marias versus Demetrius Johnson. Oh, okay. You gave it a one, you have a one note. I don't – well, yeah. I mean, how could you not even – I mean, if you're mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're a real mm-hmm. real, real dog of the sport, mm-hmm. dude, that fight, mm-hmm. bonkers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The way it ended, don't mm-hmm. know how the first fight went mm-hmm. for DJ. You know what I mean? And then to mm-hmm. see him with that flying knee, dude, like mm-hmm. to see to see, to see see our boy, you know what I mean? Our, 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 our flyweight boy, the UFC, originally still going, you know, in another organization just doing mm-hmm. that. It's still – it's just nice, you know, and mm-hmm. I – I know he's not in the UFC anymore, but it, I still feel like, you know, Demetrius Johnson, you know, he, he's just, how could you not love that guy? You know, if you're a yeah. real fan of the sport, you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you not? It's so hard to not be one root for him. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, that that's uh, for best fight. That's my best fights of the year. Yeah. I went three. I only picked three. Um, nice. My first one I'll pick is, uh, I'll, I'll go different because you took a couple of my fights that I was in because they're obvious picks. So I'll, go, I'll do your route. I'll go with the less obvious. It's okay. Um, if it's all right. No big deal. Uh, well, no, let's give, let's give a little bit of variety. If we're going to like have like a whole card, we could build a whole super okay. card based off of this. So I'll give you three. Um, Cheeto Vera and fucking um, and Dominic Cruz. That was a really great fight. Um, yeah. Cheeto Vera getting that finish was impressive. Um, a lot of people were talking about like, oh, well, you know, this is this is a, the major test for Cheeto Vera. Like, can you get past the former champion? Um, someone who's consistently great, consistently in that top conversation and Dominic Cruz. Um, Dominic Cruz had had a layoff, but Dominic Cruz is Dominic Cruz. You know, he's for all intents and purposes, he's a pioneer when it comes to the footwork that he introduced to the uh, to 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 the fight game. And it was a very good fight kind of back and forth. Cheeto was definitely uh, winning that fight. And then to get that finish uh, was really, really impressive. Um, and it was to me, Cheeto's coming out party, in my opinion, you know, so that put him on the map that put him in the top five, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that fight particular did. And it set him on course to be one of the top guys going into 23. He's got big moves coming ahead. He's got a fight coming up. Um, so that's going to definitely, uh, you know, be in that conversation in terms of implications. And that's another thing too, in terms of a couple of the fights that I chose, like in, in, implications less in terms of the overall scheme of UFC, but more in terms of personal implications for their career. All of these fights are significant from that aspect in terms of career fights. Yeah. Uh, and so that was most definitely a career fight for Cheeto Vera. Um, and certainly something that you guys should check out. The number two one that I picked uh, is going to be Oliveira and Gaethje, dude. That was another fucking banger, dude. That was another banger. Fucking Justin Gaethje swinging for the fences. Oliveira matching him. Both of those guys getting clipped and getting hurt. And then fucking uh, Oliveira taking down the freaking, the, 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 the brute, the fucking force that is Justin Gaethje and tapping him. Uh, yeah. Fan fucking yeah, tapping. That was amazing. Dude. Excitement. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> fucking, oh my God. It was wonderful. Wonderful. And the, uh, the other fight that I'll pick that I'll give over here. 
um, is the number two one on a couple of people's lists, and that is Cumshot and Burns. Shemaev and Burns was fucking exciting. We expected to have a great fight, and we got it. We got Cumshot's biggest fucking test. We got Shemaev's biggest test against Gilbert Burns, who is a perennial uh, contender. Uh, Burns was looking great early on. I was really thinking, holy shit, Burns can put him out. Burns can put him out. And then he got caught, and I was like, oh, no, is he going to get fucking rocked? And they stood there back and forth, back and forth um, throughout that entire fight. And it, it was so good. I was, I believe I was sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings watching that fight. And I was like, holy shit, holy shit, every fucking few seconds of that fight. So um, yeah. it was a glorious fight. Comes uh, uh, out came out ahead on that one. Um, but nobody lost, in my opinion. I don't think anybody lost that fight. Gilbert Burns is just one tough motherfucker. Um, and his stock rose for taking this phenom that is Kamshat uh, Sumayev and giving him his hardest fight um, to date and surviving and looking really damn good and making him look vulnerable, which is something that no one had up to that point made. Uh, was showing that there are chinks in the armor and there's a bit of vulnerability with Kamsat. Yeah. So um, Definitely, he became, we all saw that he bleeds and he is human. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, there's a shot. No one, it's no longer like the, the, uh, the invincible force, you know? I mean, he's still up there in terms of perhaps being the immovable object, but he was no longer the, invinc- the uh, invincible force that day. Um, so loved it. Love those fights. Um, loved your fights. I mean, hell, if you watch seven fights this year, you know, those are some of them. And like I said, in terms of fight of the year, um, like we've said, there's so many other ones that fly under the radar and like stuff that you'll see on the prelims that are just fucking, oh my God, great. You know, so. Yeah. No, great list, dude. Uh, I, I love all three of those fights. I like that you win alternative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and, and, and like you said, dude, any of the fights we just mentioned, you can go back and watch. You know what I mean? If you're if you're interested, ESPN uh, Plus, motherfuckers. ESPN Plus. I'll try to post our uh, our best subs and stuff like that tonight uh, on the Facebook too. Yeah, that'd so be cool. Kind of get everybody's opinion. Um, so do I want to do something a little different? I don't know if you maybe have seen in the notes or not, but I didn't really think about it too much in depth. But I just mm-hmm. thought, you know, do let's do our top five favorite fighters. Give me your top five favorite fighters. I'll go first. Oh God, I didn't think I'm gonna about go it. from. You put this earlier and I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, you might, you probably didn't, but uh, I didn't see that. Good God! I'm just gonna pick. Um, I'm gonna pick a division and a fi- and a fighter or two. You know what I mean? So that that's you know just or just shit. from a division. So I know you, you don't have to necessarily give five, but if you can give at least five, just try five. I mean, there's 13 divisions. I was thinking about doing one for each division, but I'm like, fuck that. So <laughs> like, you could you could do one for each. You want to do one for each division? Yeah, we can do it. Okay, I'm down. All right. I'll, 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 Let's down. not have the rankings up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'll start, you know, I'll, I'll start with the uh, – Start flyweight. Let's just go up. Let's just go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start with the women's bantamweight. Uh, oh, you want to go women's ah. – You know, not no disrespect to women's MMA. got to go all the way down, bro. Ugh, no disrespect to women's MMA. Just, but, you I mean, have I mean, a favorite really, fighter in the division. I know you do. Pena, I guess, if I had to pick one. Pena is your favorite. Well, I was gonna say because Nunes, my Nunes would be my favorite fighter in the bantamweight. Yeah, obvious. Uh, yeah. Well, but I, I've, I, you know, I mean, okay. Other than that, it would be probably Yana Kunitskaya because I really like her style and shit. But she's pretty much disappeared off the map. She's hanging out with the uh, Santiago. For me, 
for me, I was the only one of the few people that were was rooting for Julia Pena in her fight against Nunez. I was one of the only people that was fucking cheering loudly when she won, when she upset her. So, I mean, you know, I just, you know, for me, as I've said before in the past on, on various episodes, you know, one of the reasons why I love combat sports is see greatness. And one of the best things about seeing greatness for me is a historical aspect from it is where were you when greatness fell? You know, it's one of the reasons why I continuously watch Floyd Mayweather fights. I wanted to see him fall. People know when Ali fell. People know when Mike Tyson fell. People knew where when freaking uh, what's it called? When Manny Pacquiao fell. Like those where were are you all... when JFK was assassinated. It, 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 it's basically like that, dude. Like where were yeah. you when JFK was assassinated? Where were you, you know, at various intervals in, in history? And so for me, um, I, Amanda Nunes is that goat. You know, zero doubt in anybody's mind. She is the goat woman's fighter of all time. She is a significant piece of fighting history in combat sports, in my opinion, from a woman's aspect. And, and there she, was a recent challenge and yeah, a response. So yeah, so you know, it. I love rooting against greatness. I mean, some of it is just obvious, you know, where you really can't. There's no shot, but I genuinely felt Pena had. Uh, 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 not a significant chance, but she had that chance. She had that puncher's chance, and it was a yeah. real puncher's chance. It wasn't just for the sake of the saying. She had a legitimate chance, and she overcame the challenge that was Amanda Nunes, and she made it look pretty good. Um, I wouldn't say easy, but she made it look pretty damn good in that fight. Dominated yeah. Nunes, got the win. Um, so, yeah, if I were to pick a woman from that division, it would definitely be Juliana Pena. And plus, she has a nice ass. Let me tell you what, that ass is nice. Doesn't hurt. Not uh, not at all. Uh, yeah, and also too. I mean, it's just like I said. It's my that's my favorite my favorite person of watching the division would be Amanda Nunes. You know, and her versus Junior Pena, Juliana Pena is a great fight. So um, yeah, I watch that fight all day. It's also one of the only fights in the division. So um, moving on to the flight women's flyweight. I mean, uh, obviously only one. Everyone's... only one. Is there? Yeah, there's only one. How can you want to see any of these other women compared to Valentina? How can you? Um, I honestly, my favorite fighter out of the whole division is Jessica Andrade. She's an absolutely, in my opinion, much more entertaining fighter than than Valentina Shevchenko. Um, you know, I just I'm going to give the counter the counter argument to my that's just, point. Hey, that's just what I was getting. You asked, you were just like, who else could you pick? I'm like, well, that's the only one I guess. You could that's pick who, that's Andrade, she's, pick. A, she's a bulldog. She's a perennial. She's a perennial Dude, contender. Fucking savage! She just she, goes out there and fucking lays it down. everyone except the champion and Amanda Lemos. <laughs> and she's been the champion. You know what I mean? She's like that's the champion. Yeah, you know what I mean? She's been the rose champion. on her head. She's fought everybody. She yeah. dumped rose on her head. Right? Exactly. Yeah. She so, is. She is a woman's hall of famer. I, I wish that. that she had the prowess to to really give Shevchenko a fight. But regardless, that's who I, mean, I like. You know, I get a little burnt from Andrade because I was rooting against her so hard. I'm sorry, rooting for her so hard against fucking um, against Joanna, uh, against Joanna, right. and she right. just couldn't pull it. She couldn't get it done, and it always made me sad that she couldn't get it done because I was like, this is the only one. She this is the only it. one. And then yeah. Rose came and fucking did it. You know, yeah. and I like Rose, but you know, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I I like Andrade. That that she'd be my favorite one. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what about you? I said Valentina, dude. I'm going to give the counter. Oh, you're going with that. That is your I am going, oh, Yeah, that was my pick. Okay. I was like, how, there's only one. How could you not? Yeah. I'm going to go with that counter argument where, you know, where were you when history fell? Um, <laughs> Val- Valentina is in that realm. 
But for Valentina, <clears throat> there's just something about her where it's just like, I don't know. I I feel like I can't say that I relate to her more. I definitely can say as like a human, I might relate to Amanda Nunes more. But in terms of just everything about her her striking style, um, the way she goes about her fights, you know, the, she is an assassin. She is a female assassin. She goes in there, she completely but dominates. And even though I would agree that Andrade is the more exciting fighter, I think in terms of how impressed I am with those particular fights, there's not a soul in the women's division, I feel, that dominates and is more impressive in her fights than Valentina. She just goes out. She handles her business. She's not a, a shit talker like that. She can shit talk if she needs to, but every single instance, she backs it up with her fists, with her feet. It, it She's so immaculate in terms she of is. how she... And she does the her 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 dance, her folk dance at the end. But just in terms of yeah, just in terms of her delivery, no matter what, even if you say Andrade is the more exciting fighter, Valentina will always deliver. And I, I appreciate that, and that's why I like watching her fight. Can't argue with that. I, I agree. I de- I definitely uh yeah, Shevchenko is would be my second, clearly. You know what I mean? So sure. uh but yeah. Um okay, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> moving on, women's strawweight division. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of good fighters in this division. A lot. Uh, they're, they're actually, I, I think there are, especially in the top five. There's there's yeah. quite a bit of talent there. Um, but I mean, you know, yeah, I it's hard to not pick Zhang Weili, to be honest with you. Zhang Weili. Right? This yeah. is just right now. This is an overall of all time. This is right now. You know, yeah. Zhang Weili right now, she came back. She got the gold. She's yeah. been the champion. Now she's a double champion. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and she two came time back. Champion, not double champion. Double, two times. Two times. I'm sorry. Five times. Five times. Yeah, two-time champion. Um, you know what I mean? And uh, – Oh, hello. I read. For the guys, for the people hearing my mic, kissing my cat. You guys hear him, you guys hear him purring? Get a hold of you, so you don't fucking. Are you purring? You're purring a little bit. Yeah, Once you get your new mic, we will. Ooh, ooh we can't wait, buddy. <laughs> there you go, buddy. I joke um, in next time. Okay. But I, yeah, you know, there's uh, Marina Rodriguez was looking real exciting there for a second too. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think Zeng Wei Lee. She's got like, she's got the star power. She's been there, done that. This is yeah. her second attempt. Yeah. And there are very few champions get a chance yeah. to kind of come back or fighters even get a chance to yeah. come back and have a second reign or a second yeah. shot. So, yeah, um, that's – yeah, for sure. She's up there. Yeah, She's getting it. for sure. I mean, you chose my pick, Zhang Weili. She's just so incredible. The, just watching her train. She's one of the few fighters that I've seen her training montage videos, and she's just a killer. Stop it. Fucking cat wants to bite me. Um, Kiss her. Kiss her some more. Um, he just wants my attention. You know, that's why it's like I, it's like I struggle because it's like I love having my cat here, and my cat when the other cat was here, I didn't feel he was the most comfortable. But now that he's by himself, he's needy because he wants attention because he's bored. Right, right. You know, and it's right, like ah right. oh, fuck. And now I want to like introduce a dog into the mix. Um, we'll see. But anyway, back yeah. to what we were talking about. Yeah, Zhang Weili, just the way she trains, I'm so impressed with. Like she is such a killer. Like you see Zhang Weili train. It's unlike anything that you um, probably because several of these women you don't see train, but just in terms of what you see, she's just bro. It, it, she looks like she's like bred by the government to go out and murder. That's literally what she looks like. But you know, I'll tell you what, for the sake of posterity, since you chose 
uh, Zhang Wei Li. Um, I'm going to give you my second as an honorable mention, and it is Amanda Lemos, in my opinion. You know, that that finish of Andrade was incredible. Um, Amanda Lemos is, is coming up. She's hey, got... sit back. Sorry, your audio is cutting out by halfway when you really like that. Yes, because I'm having to read because I'm yeah, I know, I'm I know, going blind now. But no, um, no, Amanda, Amanda Lemos, bro, like she's she's coming up. She's fucking got wins over half the division. Um, she's really what's on what's on tap next. Have they announced? I think they haven't. Have they announced who Zhang Wei Li is going to face yet or yeah. no? I don't think so. No. I mean, she's really who, who's on tap next, and that's going to be an incredible fight. You know, can Zhang Wei Li handle the, the submission game of of Amanda Lemos? Can Amanda Lemos handle the fucking onslaught that Zhang Wei Li consistently brings in all of her fights? Um, that's a great storyline to be had. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for my second, since you chose Zhang Wei Li, I'll definitely pick Amanda Lemos. Okay. Right and right. I, I guess the third, if you want to say that, is Michelle Waterson, just because I love her style because it's, uh, you know, Taekwondo esque style. Yeah, Taekwondo based. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, as a third degree black one Taekwondo, I'm always gonna love those guys. Like I love Stephen Thompson and shit. You know. But. Whatever. Okay. All right. Uh, let's start at, with the men's and the heavyweight division. Uh, just right off the top, I mean, for me right now, I would say my favorite guy. I mean, it's dude. It's real hard to beat Tai Tuivasa, even though he's kind of he's kind of on the on the down burner. You yeah, know, he's just such a fun guy. He's yeah, so, he is a fun guy in the division. To, you know, to yeah. follow. So, I, yeah, Tai Tuivasa, that's my favorite heavyweight for this year. For sure, he's one of the top. He's one of the the favorite fighters. Period. But you know what? I'm gonna go with the guy that's slightly below him. I'm going Tom Aspinall, dude. Tom Aspinall is great. I cannot wait for him to come back. I hope he comes back stronger than ever. And if he does, he's got a legitimate shot at becoming champion at some point in the future. Um, I love watching his fights. Um, he's got power galore. He's composed when he fights. Um, there's just something about him. He's another Englishman. Everyone loves the Englishman. Um, I like watching Tom Aspinall fight. And it's a shame that he got hurt. And I cannot wait for him to come back. Yeah, and we'll definitely talk a little bit more about him later on. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a real good pick too. Um, in the light heavyweight division, you know, um, I mean, there's so much fucking talent, and there, this is what we were talking about earlier. The up people in the light because of the merry-go-round with yeah. John Jones, yeah, uh, from a few years ago. There's so many new names, uh, but yeah. I gotta say right now, dude, Jamal Hill is yeah. definitely my favorite guy in the division. Yeah. Right now to watch and yeah. to, to see fight, and I love seeing yeah. the rise. And yeah. yeah, I really hope that he- you're picking him against Glover. I am. I am picking him against Glover. Yeah, I definitely will. Uh, so I, I feel like he can definitely bring in some new. I don't know if he can bring in stability, and uh, but I definitely think he can not bring yet. in some good not things. Yet. To not yet. Yeah, not yet. Exactly. As long as Jerry is belt, but yeah, as long as Jerry's still there, I don't think he's going to bring stability because it's really counting down until Jerry wins Jerry's the belt. Jerry's a good fight, though. It's a good fight, but Ooh, I want to Jerry- see that. Yeah, I mean, that's a great pick. I know you've been on his on his uh, bandwagon for a while. I like him all stuff. Been on his job. I was gonna say that. Wasn't gonna say that, but okay. I knew Um, you were thinking it though. You wanted to say it. No. Um, I'm gonna go with Anthony Smith just because he's so likable. He's such a great fighter. Um, he had his shot to beat John Jones, and it just wasn't a good fight for him. Um, but as a whole, like you know, he consistently. Shows up consistently, does the work. Great guy, humble guy, been through a lot. 
Um, and he's a great fighter. And he's another guy that I just, you know, would love to see at some point be champion. Not everybody gets to be champion, as we know. But in terms of watching him fight, I always, always look forward to an Anthony Smith fight. Um, I expect great things whenever I see that. And more times than not, I'm going to get those great things watching him fight. So, yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Yeah. Good picks. Uh, okay. Moving on to the middleweight division. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a ton of guys to pick from here. And a lot of people would be like, yeah, Sean Strickland, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Paul Costa. Paul Costa, you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. like Izzy are the champ, you know, but for mm-hmm. me, I, one of my, still one of my favorite guys to watch in the division and probably somebody I'll pay attention to maybe almost more than anybody else is Jared Cannonier. Mm-hmm. I just I just love Jared Cannonier. He's mm-hmm. he's just he's fun. I know the last couple of fights, even mm-hmm. the last fight, I kind of didn't really give him the biggest props, but still, mm-hmm. I just I just love his storyline and mm-hmm. he's super exciting. He's a humble guy. He's mm-hmm. still I feel like he's one of the only guys who comes out and he's just like he's just himself. You know what I mean? Like he just yeah. doesn't have anything prepared. He just doesn't care about the cameras and stuff. And like yeah. sometimes he does say something, but his yeah. his blood his blonde Bronson the blood Bronson line. I don't know that one. That one you over to me. That one you over. That really was. Yeah. That was it. That, that was it. That was that it was for it. me. That was yeah, it. you're right. Yeah, that was. I it. get it. I get it. But yeah, that's my thing. You know, I'm gonna go with somebody who recently broke out for me, and I'm excited to see what he does in 2023. Drickus Duplessis. I am excited to see what he does in 2023. He's on a little yeah, bit of a he's, he's on a pretty good hot streak. The obvious picks are Izzy and Bobby Knuckles. So I don't want to go obvious this time around for this particular division. I want to go with somebody who's going to come up and hopefully make some noise. And Drickus Duplessis for me is that guy. The way he handled Hill his last fight a few weeks ago was so impressive. Weathered the storm, handled the shit talk, put his nose down, kept moving forward and got the finish. Um, and he's just one of those consistent guys for a while. He's just, you know, got his finishes against the lower tier opponents. He's had a little bit of misfortune against some of the, the rank guys, but now he's, I think he's finding himself and I look forward to seeing what he does in 2023 for sure. Uh, moving on to the welterweight division. Um, there, you know, another yeah. plethora. Now we're getting from here yeah. down is where you just get plethora and just, oh God, the, 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 the bunches and bunches and bunches of fucking raw talent and greatness. That's what bunches you get. and bunches. Um, I, I feel like my favorite guy to watch though right now in this division has got to be Chamaya. He's just he's polarizing. He's uh, he's Chechnyan. You know, he's dangerous. He walks around with knives. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and he's just he's just I don't know. It's something about the way he's handling mm-hmm. guys in the UFC. Even though he didn't he didn't necessarily mm-hmm. manhandle. Um, mm-hmm. Gilbert Burns, although I do feel after watching that fight again, I do feel like mm-hmm. there was a lot of that that was him just deciding to brawl with Burns. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I think he could have probably handled Burns. A little better. Partner. Yeah, probably. Probably, if he would have just focused on it, probably handled it. Yeah, probably. So, uh, and he is by far, I think, the most impressive guy out of the whole division. Yeah, uh, obviously. So, no doubt. Yeah, that's my favorite guy to watch this year for sure. Yeah. Uh, his fights have been very, very, and all his fights are super yeah. fucking entertaining and just have yeah. this this ooh, this yeah. about them. You know what I mean? This build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my pick. You know, everyone's going to think I'm going to say Stephen Thompson, and I do love Stephen Thompson just because of his style, as I've mentioned how many times, because of the fact that I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. But, you know, I'm going to go with the guy who You're nobody black belt likes. Taekwondo? Am I a black belt in Taekwondo? I was waiting for it. I was like, he's going to show us the belt. Hell yeah, I am, motherfucker. <laughs> um... I'm going to go with the guy that nobody likes. 
I'm gonna go with Bilal Muhammad. I you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give you the first card. You're the worst. Bro, ever since he got screwed, even though he was losing the fight, he got screwed against Leon. I will say to this day, Leon did not give him a rematch because he was scared. And, you know, like I said, he was down in the fight. That second round, he was doing better. And then he got fucking eye poked to death. And that put him out. And then Leon's like, I already beat him. I don't want to fight him. Motherfucker, that should have been a fucking no contest. That really should have been a no fucking contest. But they didn't rule it no contest. And it's ass. It's complete ass. And Bilal Muhammad in his last couple You've been fights. Hot about that since that moment. I've been so hot about that fight. You've and been it, hot about that since that fight, dude. In his last fight, Bilal Muhammad got a finish. He had an exciting fight. Bilal Muhammad wants that fucking belt. As as long, I really want Leon to keep that belt so we can get. Oh, Leon. why? Because he had one finish out of fourteen. That's he, now he wants the belt. But he's consistent. Ooh. Bilal Muhammad consistently yes. boring. He is snitching everyone to death. He is a drab fighter. But you know, at the end of the day. Beat him, beat him. He gets unanimous decisions. Fight, hey, after fight, after fight after fight after fight after fight. But out of those decisions, you can't ever claim that Bilal Muhammad should have lost the fight. It was like a draft fight, but he does what he needs fighter. to do to win. I appreciate guys that do what they need to do to win by any means necessary. They don't give a fuck about Andy. They don't give a fuck about Angel. They don't give a fuck about all these other cocksuckers that want to see these fucking knockouts. You're gonna get them on the fight. So, dude, appreciate somebody who goes in, handles his fucking business, isn't a right. piece of shit like fucking Kobe right. and other motherfuckers in that division, yeah. and fucking deserves a fucking opportunity. And I want Leon to get that, keep that belt, so we get Leon versus fucking Bilal again. And, you know, he probably will get fucking handled by Leon. But, God damn it, he deserves that second shot to me. I want him to get that second fucking shot. Yeah, dude, it's it's like Dana White says. It, you know, this is the ultimate fighter. You don't you don't vote him off. You beat him off. So you know what I mean. I hope. Uh, yeah, uh, in the cage uh, for money and uh, a little bit of money and a little bit of money. And uh, yeah, so um, absolutely no one wants to see that fucking fight. So and you're absolutely wrong. And okay, thanks for your pick. Uh, moving on to the lightweight division. <laughs> my, my favorite fighter. Boom, roasted. And uh, my favorite fighter is uh, to watch out of that whole, I mean. I already know you're going to pick. Who am I going to pick? Tell me who I'm going to pick. You don't fucking know. You're not going to pick Jalen Turner? No. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like Jamal Hill. He's he's literally Jamal Hill except 40 pounds lighter. division. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, but listen, it was real close between Jalen Turner and Benel Dariush, all right? Yeah. You, that's Darius my is such that's a likable guy. That's my pick. That's my pick. Darius is my yeah, pick. Okay, that, and that's also <laughs> that's my pick. Darius right. is gonna be my pick. I mean, dude, how can you not? They're like the two most likable guys in the league. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? And Jalen yeah. Turner is just such a beast. He's he's upcoming. Hell yeah. You and know? Darius, bro, is another guy. Handles his business, doesn't talk shit, goes in there, does his job. He, his last fight, he had a little bit of difficulties with Gamero, but he fucking pulled through. Dominated in the third, got that decision, and just in general, he just keeps on trucking, keeps on trucking, keeps on trucking, and he constantly gets disrespected because he's not one of those guys that's fucking voracious and puts himself out there like that the way the other fighters do. And admittedly, he's not as flashy. He's not as flashy as as your Gaethys or your Chandlers. He's uh, what Bilal Muhammad would be if he was cool in the lightweight division. That's fair. I can't say nothing. That's fair. He yeah. is cool, Bilal Muhammad. He needs the glasses like him. And the accent from New York. Absolutely doesn't. Hey, I so love anyway. Bilal Muhammad glasses. A1, baby. 
Those are A one. No, below no one will remember the name of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so moving on to the featherweight division. Um, Another one. Oh my a lot, god. A lot, of, a lot of implications this year oh in, my the, in the god. featherweight division. But dude, I, it's this still is hard. This is so hard. This is probably the the division with the most guys that I like. Bro, it's, I love them all. I love them all. Holloway, Rodriguez, Ortega. But I was just gonna say, yeah, okay. I mean, my favorite fighter, and it has been for years in this division, and still is, is Max Holloway. I I don't care what what if it win or lose, the dude is just amazing. And as every year we got him in the sport is is just a win for MMA overall. So yeah, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I like I like. uh, I think, and then I think once he's done fighting, I think he's gonna be a really cool ambassador. Yeah, he will be. So. He'll be what he'll be the Hawaii what BJ Penn should have been. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean Holloway's probably my number one guy. I'm gonna give you three just because I can't. I can't give you just one fucking. Give me dude. two. I don't want three. Give me two. God damn it. Just I got. I wanted to give. You, I wanted to give I you three. Paragraph with him. Just I wanted to give you three because the third guy is gonna be the guy to watch. Um, we still got I'm, two more divisions to go, and then a couple of news. We gotta wrap this puppy up. Damn it. All right. I'll say my number two is Brian Ortega. I love Brian Ortega. Ooh, nice. He handles his business. You know, again, he he's just cool. Brian Ortega is cool as fuck. A killer in the octagon. He's fantastic. And I just wanted to say, you know, freaking, uh, what's it called? Look out for Arnold. I'll make love to you and choke you out. You know what I'm saying? He will. And he's just so, he's so swift. He's so swift. His girl's hot. He's got it all. He's got it all. But honestly, I wanted to say, look out for Arnold. It's Tracy Cortez. I mean, I know, dude. Dude, look out for Arnold Allen in 2023. I'm, I'm expecting big things. We're going to see if he can really break through and be the next guy in that division. Um, I mean, Volk is obviously head and shoulders above I everybody. I thought Arnold Allen was actually going to be. No, I love Brian Ortega just in general because of everything. Yeah, that he, yeah. Without Besides Max Holloway, I would say Brian Ortega. I'm just saying in terms of looking out for in 2023 because we kind of have that motif with some of these picks. Look out for Arnold Allen in 2023. We'll see if he can really move up to that fucking upper echelon of, of super elite that you have in that division and that top fucking three right there. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to Bantamweight. Um, I mean, my, my pick, my pick, you know, if it, it, to me, it's clear. Uh, Marlon Vera, Cheeto. Yeah. Cheeto Vera. <laughs> Cheeto Vera, man. I mean, he's just fucking, just what a fucking year. Yeah. Guys had. And yeah. Cheeto Vera is so cool. fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like he's so good. So cool. So he, good. He's he's ra- cool. He, he is rag to riches. He is rag to riches. Yeah. For sure, and you can appreciate that. Zero doubt, zero doubt. Yeah. For the sake of posterity, though, um, I, Cheeto Vera is my number one. But I'll give you my oh, second. it out, dude. I'll give you my second one. Uh, Dagashvili, I love Dagashvili. I goes in there. Too. Yeah, yeah, he goes in there, mauls his fucking opponents, makes it look fairly easy, talks a little bit of shit, but not annoyingly. He definitely fucking goes in there, calls his shot. And, you know, I really am looking forward to Aljo losing that belt at some point so we can get a guy like Dagashvili as a champion or, as we mentioned, a guy like Chido Vera as champion. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, well, moving on to the last and final division, the flyweight division. Um, my pick from this division is probably not as super obvious as some of the other most, more popular fighters, but I've seen him. I, I think he's fought two, three times this year, and I, I just think he's got a huge future in the division. Uh, Mr. Kaikara France, fucking mm-hmm. just an incredible, entertaining mm-hmm. fighter mm-hmm. who comes and is game mm-hmm. as fuck every time mm-hmm. he comes to fight. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's my favorite fighter to watch from the flyweight division. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I definitely see him um, getting within the belt or touching the belt in the next like couple of years. You know? I agree. I 100% agree. Um, 
I'm going to pick Brandon Moreno just because another guy, super exciting, yeah. fucking lightning hands, smooth, cool. Um, I mean, bro, that's Mexican, literal Mexican fucking pride is Brandon Moreno. He yeah. is going to go out there. He's going to perform, give his blood, sweat, and tears for this shit, throw his all. You'll never see. And I mean, but, but obviously, the majority of fighters in UFC, you're not going to see them mail it in. But I will never, never in life. He's going to be like a Tony Ferguson, bro. He's going to go out there and get a, a fucking crazy win, or he's going to go out in his shield when he goes out. And I love yeah. that. I love, the, especially as a boxing aficionado and, and a lover of boxing first and foremost. Um, I love Mexican pride. Seeing pure Mexican pride in any sort of combat sport is a sight to be held. Among when you see someone that's that diehard, and Brandon Moreno is that for I would say a lot of the divisions. I don't think there's anybody that's clearly as diehard as fucking Brandon Moreno. Yeah, yeah, Brandon Moreno was he? I mean, he was one hell of a champion when he first took the belt, and it's just been you know the fact that he can have four fights in a row with the same guy is a credit to himself. And also, and they're all good. They're all great. They're all great fights. They're all great fights. I, you know, I, truth be told, I really wanted you, like, when you gave the fights of the year, I really wanted to say, go watch the fucking series. Go watch two and three uh, between Moreno and, and Figueroa. Great, great, exciting, back and forth, technical, worth your time. That's my fourth. I, you gave four, I'll give four. There we go, the series, two and three. There you Which go. really yeah. a five, but fuck it. I don't even matter. Yeah, no. Now you have eight fights to watch. There you go. Nine, technically. Nine. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, oh, yeah, because you're so you three. five. You pick five. five. You pick but then, you know, I, you can lump the series as, as one. Yeah, okay. Like Lord of the Rings. Yes. Um, my precious. My precious. Like this year of MMA, it's been precious. My precious. So our next show will be next year, 2023. Next Tuesday. But still. What's on know, the yeah, next Tuesday? I love how people do that. They're just like, hey, I'm like, I'll see you next year, you know? All of next week. Yeah, next week, by the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's different for me because for us, we don't ever get a week off because there's always something to talk about. I mean, with anime, at least, I'm able to get a couple weeks reprieve so I can fucking, you know, we can get sites and build stuff. There's always news in some capacity, but it's not the same because of the fact that, you know, with combat sports, any type of significant news you get in combat sports always have implication in terms of the immediate and in the the, the latter distant future um, in terms of whatever you're speaking about in particular. And some news is just funny to talk about and talk shit and laugh, you know. Um, yeah, 100%. So that's why we come every week to you guys with yeah. fucking news notes, bullshit, banter, and the such. Exactly. Yep, and uh, there'll be plenty of more stuff to talk about, plenty more bullshit, plenty of more just fucking, you know, there's a lot going on this year. This James Krause thing is going to be huge. Uh, one is making a huge splash yeah. this year. Cannot wait to see one blow up. I, I hope one blows up in a positive way this year. To see one FC come to Colorado in May uh, and to have them do their rule set in the U.S., I think will be the biggest significant event for MMA probably in the world, but definitely in North America and in the U.S. since maybe the fucking original UFC, dude, or since maybe the original UFC and the UFC being allowed and regulated back in the States when it was banned originally. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that big. I think oh, it's it more to me, could, I, to me. I think it's more to figure out how to change the rule sets here in the U.S. to where you're going to allow that fucking that style of fighting, bro. Well, remember, That's they're going to Colorado where they have a little bit more autonomy amongst themselves. 
They're not going. They have complete Colorado. autonomy in Colorado. It's not a little bit. They're like yeah. their own commission in Colorado. So yeah, the, you know so, you'll see you'll see NSAC and CSAC and and NYSAC get SAC, lots of SAC. But you'll see you'll see yeah, they'll get sacked them, up on that. But we they're not going to see them get there. ideas from them. them but I I have less faith that they're going to make the radical change based off of that one particular. In- to me, I, I feel that, that one one FC coming to America is the, is akin to win. And I was there at that fight when UFC finally got to break back into uh, to New York so they could finally be in Madison Square Garden and have those fights there. Um, just in terms of the one humongous market that they couldn't get into for years was uh, New York. And because of all the legislation and all the 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 and the previous NSAC commissioner just loathing UFC, loathing Dana White and having that personal beef. And then when he retired, that's what allowed them to get into to New York. And we see consistently New York uh, UFC makes a tremendous effort every single year that they go to New York to put on a, a plus grade caliber show. And more times than not, it delivers. Um, just because of the amount of fans that are out there, uh, the stage that it's on in Madison Square Garden. If you've never seen a combat sports event in Madison Square Garden, I implore you, implore you to go watch. I've seen UFC two, I've seen UFC two hundred five there. I just went in April to go see Serrano and Taylor, which I still stand on is the greatest combat sports main event that I've seen live. It was electric, electric. Sixteen thousand electrifying. 16,000 people in that building, more Irish than Puerto Ricans, which is nuts. Although not that nuts because there's a huge Irish population in New York, not as big as Boston. But regardless, it was a lot of whiskey, a lot of of proper 12, a lot of JMO. But um, no, it's still electric. And I went my very first one that I went to go see was fucking Triple G against David Lemieux. A fantastic fight that Triple G won convincingly, got a 10th round knockout against David Lemieux. If you've never seen boxing or any sort of combat sport at Madison Square Garden, I implore you to see it. But like I said, in terms of the significance of that fight, um, or of that of one coming into America, it's more akin to that. You might be able to say it's bigger because of the fact that it's, um, the second largest corporation um, in terms of um, in terms of, of different facets of the of the sport and, and the business coming there. Um, and again, just the, the quality and the fight style, it's unlike anything that you'll get from Bellator and UFC. Um, it is the purest form of MMA in the sense of the literal definition of mixed martial arts. Um, what that entails, the history and the background and the respect that that comes with. Um, One FC, uh, Andy and I will can't constantly champion them um, because it is so much. Champion. It's so much. There's so much excitement. So much excitement. The owner is exciting. Not a douchebag like Dana White. They provide their fighters a lot more. They care about their fighters, in my opinion, a lot more. Um, we will always champion them. And, you know, the more that I'm talking about this right now, the more I really am tempted to just say, fuck it. I want to go. I have, to, I know a couple of people out in Colorado. I can go out and stay with them for a night or two um, up there. If even if I went for a weekend, I feel like I, a weekend wouldn't do me justice going to Colorado since that would be my very first time in Colorado. Um, I hear so many good things about how picturesque it is out there. I said, I wanted to go to Colorado for, um, for a, a EDM show at Red Rocks. Don't know what EDM show, but they'll announce one that I want to go. Um, I wish, hopefully they have one in May. That would be fantastic to be able to go to an EDM show at Red Rocks and then go see one FC live. Holy balls. That would be a fantastic fucking trip for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Sorry for my little diatribe there. No, you're good. You're good. No worries. 
I get no, but I, I, yeah, one FC this year, they're, they're just doing a lot. They, you know, this, yeah. this past year, they, they debuted on Amazon Prime, and, you know, it's going to be o- o- only more exposure, I think, from here. You know, they're continuing to do shows on Amazon Prime. They put all their stuff on YouTube for free. Um, yeah, yeah, their shows are just continually more exciting. So, yeah, that is the wrap of the episode, the end of the year. I mean, do you want to? I want to, I guess, say one final note. I guess to our fans and to you, Andy, I guess, you know, we've been doing this now. We we took a hiatus earlier in the year. We came back now on W2M Network. Shout out to Sean and W2M Network with a little cheap plug there. But um, honestly, Andy, then we've talked about this off air so much. Our string of shows lately have been banger, I think. Banger after banger after banger. We hope you guys are getting that sentiment. Yeah, Andy and I, especially Andy, puts we put so much into this to try and give you guys the best that we can in terms of our little our little pocket of of bullshit and and love of the sport of MMA. Um, and you know we have so many grandiose things that we have planned in 2023 and beyond. Uh, we have good traction to accomplish those things. And again, we want to thank you for guys for being on the ride. Without you guys being on the ride, there would be no ride for us. Um, and you guys and the sport and our love for MMA and, and podcasting continues to push us to try and fucking grow this son of a bitch up to f- as high as we can so we can get to the fucking the McCarthy and, and Thompson's, the the Ariels, um, the Bisbings, the DCs. Um, we can get to those motherfuckers at some point in life before we fucking kick the bucket, dude. Um, so uh, again, thank you to everybody who's listened to us in 2023. Um, we got we do get the numbers from Sean. Uh, we do see our numbers on on uh, on YouTube. Um, we're I mean we're we're throwing fucking money in this motherfucker. Like we're actually throwing our real money into this into this shit. You know whether it's my podcast setup, whether it's marketing, um, where Andy's spearheading that aspect. Uh, we want this bitch to grow. We want you guys to love it while it continues to grow. We want somebody some of you guys to say like I was there from the very beginning when they were fucking ass. And now, you know, we continue to grow. We continue to evolve from the ground um, level. Yeah, man. From the ground level up to the fucking penthouse at some point in life, brother. That's the goal. You know what I mean? So, yeah. dude, fucking I love you, dude. I love doing this shit with you. Love um, you too, brother. And fucking I can't wait to, to fucking do a lot more of these and fucking uh, in 2023 and keep giving you guys uh, again our bullshit and our opinions um, and we appreciate the fact that you guys give an iota of a fuck about two random motherfuckers opinions about combat sports it means the world to us that we have at least a tiny platform which is higher than some people have because they're still stuck on ground level or not yeah I mean dude ditto to everything you said I, I feel like this past year we did take a hiatus and I, I had a lot of stuff going on you know I had a natural disaster to deal with and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff going on but mm-hmm. uh yeah we're back baby back back right. alive every tuesday right here wherever you're watching twitch thanks for watching on twitch thanks for watching on facebook thanks for watching on youtube thanks for watching on instagram wherever you're watching us consuming us and thanks for listening spotify yeah. apple everything yeah everywhere you consume that podcast you can find us uh just give us a goo give me from Mark's podcast we're right there Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, our Facebook family, thank you so much for the last episode. We did good numbers, um, and they're still they're still doing good. So hope we can repeat on this and do even better. So uh, it's great mm-hmm. to see that. Like Ethan said, this year has been uh, since we came back, 
feel like we've come back with more of a purpose, more organized, mm-hmm. and it shows and it pays off. And I think the more we become and the more we put into this podcast, we're going to upgrade some equipment this year. Mm-hmm. We're going to upgrade the setting. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some better stuff in here. We're going to try to get our first guest this year. Uh, yeah. This next upcoming year, we're going to try to get an actual MMA fighter, someone involved in you in in MMA of some organization somewhere we don't know don't want to give out the spoilers Princess and you know what i mean like so we want to just make sure you know stay tuned but yeah uh from mine from my heart to yours i, I truly appreciate everybody who supported us and listeners all my friends and family out there who've helped and you know like and shared the podcast mm-hmm. and uh yeah sorry to take up some of your plugs there buddy but uh yeah no you did a fantastic job that was smooth as fuck that was the smoothest i could ever ever expect you to fucking give our plug <laughs> I guess yeah. I'll give you I'll give you the personal plugs when we can get out of here. Again, you can follow yeah. me on Instagram at uh, podcast.senpai. That's my personal podcast Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter right there. You can see it if you're watching on the screen at the bottom link down here. Let me get my shit right. There we go. Boom, boom, right there. S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. Andy's is MMA number four. Marks. Um, again, our socials have link trees. You can follow us um, in terms of the podcast endeavors as well as our personal endeavors. As I mentioned earlier, shout out to Sean and W2M Network for hosting us. Again, Sean, thank you so much for editing and being there and giving us a, a, a bigger platform than what we had and helping us continue to grow this bitch. Um, shout out to my boy Matt and the uh, Talk to Kiki podcast. Again, we record every Thursday, so you'll see that once a week as well where we talk the latest and greatest in anime. Um, we're coming up on our seasonal reviews there as well as our annual reviews the following week and we'll be continue on as we do every every single season with over fucking 20 anime that i need to watch which is going to kill me but that's neither here nor there um that's about it andy gave the gave the uh the uh, the rest of the plugs again i'll just reiterate them in case you you're blind deaf or stupid you can follow us um again uh spotify uh iheart radio amazon um, wherever you consume your, your podcast orally um, or audioly, I should say, I guess you, um, you can catch us there again. You can watch the, the feedback. I think on it's orally. It is, no, orally is when you speak. If you're consuming ah. audioly, it would be, you know, um, for your ears. But in any case, um, you can catch the uh, replay of our video um, on YouTube. Just type in W2M Network, and then you can find us there. You can scroll, or you can type in MMA for Marks, and you'll see the title in there as well. Um, We are live every week on Twitch and on my Twitter. Twitter page as well. So if you guys give a shit about us and want to hear us or see us in real time, there's plenty of avenues. And if you can't because of life or whatever circumstances, we record late right now. It's 1238 as we're wrapping up now over here. East Coast. Andy's on West Coast, so it's 938 over there. Um, bit late. Understand that. Family, life, fucking whatever you're doing, jerking off, fucking shooting up drugs. I don't give a fuck. But if you want to fucking have a reprieve, listen to some people talk shit about MMA, give you some laughs. We're here for you, baby, because at the end of the day, we do this for fun. We do this for your fun, your entertainment, and that's all we want. We want to be fucking serviceable people to the world and provide entertainment via the form of MMA. So so serviceable. So serviceable, baby. Only, you know, $200 in the backseat of the car. That's... A little expensive, oh, man, right? Cheap. You're cheap, dude. You're oh, I was cheap. gonna say a little expensive. You're cheap, dude. Florida's cheap, huh? It's just easy over there. <laughs> you get more bang for your buck. Hey, how you doing? You get a little right. bang for your buck. You know what I'm saying? More bangs in the buck. Hey. Yo. <laughs> All right, brother. Let's get this bitch right, out brother. of here. Anything yeah. else, Andy? Nah, man. We'll see you next. Yeah. All right, guys. That means we'll see you next Tuesday. All right, guys. Have a good one. Matane. Hey, we'll see you next year.